Hello everyone, this is Andrew Pond, Artistic Director of Eclectic Full Contact Theater. Welcome to the Half Hour Audio Hour, and today's special preview of our upcoming episode, Death and Grandmother Chet, by Nina Key. Set in post-war Korea, it tells the story of an elderly woman who meets a stranger on a lonely road one night, and is then confronted with the decisions of her past and that razor-thin edge between morality and survival. Today, we present an interview with the cast of Death and Grandmother Che, Thomas Tong and Jennifer Chung. And I, and first off, thank you on behalf of myself and everybody at Eclectic for uh, doing this. Uh, we really do appreciate it and, and for giving your time and talent to this um, to you this for project. the opportunity. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> Excellent. So the uh, first thing that I want to ask is um, what drew you to this project? What made you want to do this? And I'll start uh, with Jennifer. What drew me to this? Um, well, some beautiful, beautiful writing and um, an opportunity to explore um, a period of history that I had not been so familiar with. Um, and that is to say, um, the Korean War and its effects on the Korean people, something I had not had the opportunity to study. Um, and also, to be quite frank about it, I, I was really looking forward to playing a grandmother. Um, I think, like I had said in our first rehearsal, it gave me the opportunity to be the 65-year-old woman that I am already inside. So it was <laughs> really nice. And also... Um, that the the torment and the tough decisions that grandmother Che lived through is something that I can relate to in terms of that being a little bit like the story of my own family. Um, we are on, on one side of my family are communist refugees from China. So there were some tough decisions that my own grandmother had to make. And um, it's lovely to be given the opportunity to, um, play that out in, in a safe place for others to hear what that experience may have been like. Wonderful. Wonderful. And, and Thomas, that was such a good answer. <laughs> I was like, well, great. Um, yeah. What drew me to this project was the fact that, I mean, I've, uh, I've auditioned for a couple of stuff for eclectic before. Mm -hmm. Um, the idea of being able to do a an audio kind of like project uh, has always just been a dream of mine. And to be able to do something that is specifically for Asian Americans is is a big is a big thing, you know, uh, especially in an era where slowly but surely, you know, all it, it's 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 not a lot of opportunities are presented, you know, and to be able to do something that is not only very, as Jennifer said, you know, very relatable with like family, uh, familial relations and history, it's also a very big thing to be able to be a part of. Um, also to like play death 
and play like an old man and death. Like that's two very different things and two very different personas. <laughs> it it and and it's it's uh it's a lot of fun to listen to. Let me tell you, <laughs> I'm I'm I, I I I enjoy listening to uh, to all of it. Both both the 65 year old woman that Jennifer is. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and 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 your split personality. So thank you. Um. Is this the first audio drama that you performed in? And if so, what was it like? And if not, how did this experience compare to the other audio dramas that you've performed in? And just to flip things over, Thomas, I'll let you go first. Yeah, so this is the first audio drama I've been, I've performed in. Um, I've mainly done like stage and film, TV, commercials, all that stuff. To have to only work with your voice to like convey motive and uh, to basically showcase the character that you're reading for it so that people know who you are right off the bat through your, just your voice. Um, mm. And I'm big. I'm a big body actor. <laughs> like <laughs> I work with my face a lot. I work with my body a lot so when we did our first zoom rehearsal you know i was like you could just see my face trying to inhabit an old man you know <laughs> embody an old man as well as i i don't even know about like embodying death like death comes to people in like very different you know <laughs> ways uh so it was like it was really interesting um, but yeah, it, it, it was a lot of fun and I would hope to be able to do it again. I have actually had the pleasure of doing other audio dramas. Um, this mm. has been different, um, because of the subject matter and also, um, the way in which we recorded. So the first audio drama I did, and it's ongoing actually, is, um, a project about love or it's a comedic, comedic, um, webs, uh, like audio series I should say about awkwardness okay. in relationships so it's a completely different tone it takes place <laughs> in the present um mm -hmm. with a bunch of people in their uh 20s and 30s who are just awkward um <laughs> and we also uh recorded a little differently we um did everything on uh zoom but recorded locally using our own um software in my case it was iMovie and then I just um saved that as a wave file and, and sent it off um so mm -hmm. this was a little different in that um it was my first experience using Zencaster um in terms of overall my um experiences of doing audio work it's it's so it's so nice to um you know not have to go through the makeup I guess that would be necessary to turn me into a 65 year old woman um <laughs> and, and it's it's quite nice to be able to then have a more expansive range of what roles um, are available to you. So this was definitely a, a lot of fun to be um, an old sweet granny who then is bargaining shamelessly for her life. <laughs> That's driven into the deepest despair that anyone could be driven into. Um, yeah. I enjoyed the journey. What were the challenge? What challenges did you face during this process, Jennifer? You know, some of the challenges also turned out to be opportunities. I at first um, 
the idea of not being able to see the other actor while performing mm-hmm. um, felt a little like a little daunting, but then it became useful because as Grandmother Che, I don't think I would have a very good grasp on who I was talking to anyway um, in terms of death being the character. I think um, as we had discussed it in rehearsal, there's a nebulous time and space where this all occurs. And I will also offer that perhaps this occurs in Grandmother Che's own mind. Um, mm-hmm. So then not not connecting with the other actor visually became an asset because um, it just led to the direness and um, scariness of the situation more. And Thomas? I was going to say challenges I faced during this was um, obviously I like to you know, try to embody death and anger. And so sometimes it trying to get like super like on stage, you kind of like are able to, you had no sound limit, you know? And with this, mm-hmm. it's like, I, I have to like move the mic away from my face you know, <laughs> to be yeah. able to like inhabit that type of uh, emotion. And with starting and stopping, like certain uh, moments trying to get back into it, you know, and not mm-hmm. being able to see the other actor is, was um, a bit challenging to be able to mm-hmm. get back into it. Cause I can't really read off of their face. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Just know that it was um, complete uh, moral fear the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> like that Edvard Munch, painting <laughs> great <laughs> grandmother grandmother Che is nothing but just the scream it's great um now now i know jennifer that you happen to somehow be a 65 year old woman trapped in a, a young person's body but what similarities did you find in your character and what differences that's a lovely question. Um, I found a lot of similarities with grandmother Che. actually you know i i don't think the age um, was um, a boundary to knowing who this woman is. Mm-hmm. I think that there are certain fundamental a- fundamental aspects of people who that um, remain with them throughout their lives. And so, what I really related to in with Grandmother Che is her um, her devotion to her family and her resourcefulness um, and her strength and guile. And you know, it would have been very um, easy to play the grandmother caricature, but when you think of it in terms of your own life, um, you know, some odd decades from now, (laughs) I won't mention (laughs) how many, um, you think, okay, well, who would I be given these situations? And so much of this interaction with death is, um, a confrontation of what decisions she has made in her own past. Um, which, I mean, who among us hasn't agonized over a decision we've made in the past that we can't change, um, but whose consequences we now have to live with. So I've been quite fortunate to not have to have made the same dire decisions that Grandmother Che had to make. Um, I'm very fortunate um, in that regard. But I, um, it's it was so nice to play an Asian woman who has lived through that type of turmoil 
because like I said before, um, that is something that I'm familiar with in terms of my own family history, though, you know, we're not very verbal about that. Um, my my mm-hmm. comprehension of that sort of thing is that when you're a survivor, you survive and move on. And especially that generation didn't really speak about what happened to them so much as picked up and went elsewhere and started again and did their best to keep on moving forward. Um, so it's it's actually very nice to um, discover who Grandmother Che is because I, I personally didn't have um, relationships with my own grandmothers. Uh, they were older and there was a language barrier. And so maybe Grandmother Che could adopt me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually the character I most relate to in this situation is Yeti. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, but yeah, so um, wow, yeah, imagining perhaps what my own grandmother's had to go through. Yeah, and and having a and and having the dramatic flair as an actor, it's it's nice to be put in these heart wrenching situations, um, but then being able to at the end of them come back out and. Um, play some xbox there there you go that's that's really that that's really what it's all about um thomas uh please tell me how you're like uh, please tell me tell me what similarities you have between you and you and i was like thinking a lot about that wow uh (laughs) well the thing that i'm like similar to death is like so death is there to get things done you know Mm mm-hmm that's that's what I'm similar to, you know. I like to tr- get things done. I'm a hard worker, you know. I the difference is is the fact that I I don't like tormenting people. <laughs> like I'm not a tormentor. I don't like causing pain in other people, you know. And we're all very glad to hear know, that, right? Thomas. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like long and hard about this, you know, while Jennifer was talking. <laughs> I was like, oh man, like similarities in my death um other than the fact that he's got integrity death is uh in my mind not like not gender specific Mm -hmm. just very open and just they are just there to have a good time get the job done (laughs) and see it through Whichever way possible. All right. <laughs> Look, if you can have a little fun while reaping yeah, souls, why not? Might as well. Why make it a boring job? What is the hardest part about voice acting, do you think? Thomas, we'll start yeah. with you. Uh, I was also thinking about this. Your voice is your only tool for mm-hmm. this. So you need to be able to take care of your voice because your voice is your is your main point of contact with voice overacting. So if Mm -hmm. you're not taking care of your instrument, then you won't be able to move further into voice overacting. Yep. And, and unfortunately it's one of those things you use all the time. Yeah. Um, Jennifer, what do you, what do you think is the hardest part of voice acting? I would agree. Um, I think, I think major challenges are, that it's the only thing that it's the only tool that you have to convey your um, intentions, mm-hmm. and um, you know so much of communication is actually nonverbal. So, what yeah. can you do with your voice to get across what you mean? 
that's that's what I rely on the director for. Truly, I I, I guess I guess that also an acting situation you can't watch yourself. Um, no, that, uh, final answer. Final answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> final answer. All right. Um, and last last. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Lock that in. <laughs> and and last question: What is your personal vision of the of the Grim Reaper? When when the Grim Reaper pops into your head, what is it? What what do you think death would look like if 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 they came knocking, Jennifer? My immediate instinct is um, the Grim Reaper as portrayed on like Family Guy, just just. <laughs> <laughs> comedic um like dry uh is he voiced by david spade someone like that right just um uh i i think on family guy it was adam carolla okay okay um and then when i think mm-hmm. deeper about it i think it you know you know as i was um working through this script it really did become death actually i i, I crossed it out on my title page i wrote my conscience and grandmother Choi. Sorry, mm. Grandmother Che. And um, if we're going down that rabbit hole of horrors of horrors, <laughs> um, <laughs> it is, I think, not too dissimilar from how Nina um, Key, our wonderful writer, fleshed death out to be, which is uh, someone who is impeding your path to a peaceful death who is forcing you to second guess every single decision you made in your life. I mean, not just these tough dire ones, but every minute, every minute decision to me, that would be a particular form of torture. Um, Shoot. I shouldn't reveal that to the public. (laughs) 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 Lest someone have some sort of vendetta against me. But um, yeah, that's what I see. (laughs) I, 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 um, (laughs) <laughs> I'd love for death to be comedic with a dry humor and um, to help me get across the border with a laugh. But um, probably more, um, if I'm being morose, it's um, someone who's going to drive me crazy. <laughs> as much of uh, Thomas did a very good job tormenting me, but <laughs> I th- uh, probably a, like my own identical evil <laughs> twin would be a great tormentor. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. I believe it. <laughs> well, Thomas, what is what is what is your visual of my vision of death of the Grim Reaper uh would be the last person like the last person you would want to see, you know. Like you see this person, and you're like <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's you know, in my mind, I do believe and want it to be just a cloaked figure that you can't like really see the face of but it's your worst fear and nightmare just like all wrapped up if you looked into the cloak uh just very mysterious and very because like you know death can happen at any time like in this day and age like death is everywhere and it could be by your worst nightmare. It could be by your worst fear, or it could just be like normal everyday life is very random. Very, like I said, black cloak, mm. faceless. You can't see anything okay. but darkness. 
Okay. Very dark. <laughs> it's great. We've got dry and <laughs> dry and funny and really dark. Um, excellent. Well, that's that's everything. <laughs> that, those are all the questions that that I had, and I just want to say once again, thank you both so much for uh, all of your all of your hard work on this uh, project. It really was wonderful. And uh, once again, on behalf of everybody, thank you so much for being part of this. Thank you very much. Thank you for having us. Thanks for listening to this special preview of Death and Grandmother Chet, launching February 14th. To find out more about the Half Hour Audio Hour or any of Eclectic Full Contact Theater's audio drama podcasts, visit eclectic-theater.com. If you like what you hear and you want to sponsor this podcast, visit redcircle.com slash shows slash half-hour-audio-hour, where you can make a one-time or recurring donation and keep fresh new audio dramas alive. Thanks for listening. See you next time.